Welcome to episode 17, which is actually a continuation of episode 16. It's the rest of the history of Sicily, very briefly. And then something about the rebirth of Sicilian Jewry, really within the past couple of decades. And what's going on now, especially in Palermo, is very exciting. So I hope you'll enjoy this. Short periods of rule by the House of Savoy and then later the Austrian Habsburgs, led to union in 1734 with the Bourbon-ruled Kingdom of Naples under the rule of Don Carlos of Bourbon, later Charles III of Spain. The Bourbon kings officially resided in Naples, except for a very short period during the Napoleonic Wars when the royal family lived in exile in Palermo. The kingdoms of Naples and Sicily were officially merged in 1816 by Ferdinand I to form the Kingdom of the Two Sicilies. But the high hopes raised by this fact were quickly dashed, and the Sicilians became so disappointed and discontent with Bourbon rule and the frustration of their hopes for Sicilian independence that they undertook major revolts against Bourbon power in 1820 and again in 1848. The 1848 revolution resulted in a 16-month period of independence, which then, by force of arms, took control of the island back in May of 1849. The city of Messina long harbored proponents of independence throughout the 19th century, and its urban risorgimento leaders arose out of a very diverse group of people. And eventually, they enjoyed wide support not only in Messina, but throughout all of Sicily. This independence movement and the risorgimento that originated in Messina, in fact, eventually spread over all of Italy and led finally to the reunification of Italy and its freedom from all foreign powers, including the papacy, in 1871. Now, it may surprise many of you to know that until 1871, there was never really an entity called Italy. There were different regions. There were, under the Roman Republic and under the Roman Empire, different provinces in what is today modern Italy, but there was really no concept such as Italy until 150 years ago at most. So what about the history of the Jews in Sicily? Well, as you might suspect, with such a tumultuous history and so many ups and downs and so many revolutions and foreign conquests, the situation in Sicily was rarely stable for very long. And Jewish communities tend to thrive best where there is some stability, even if the stability is not necessarily benevolent or kind to Jews. Best example is if you remember the episodes in Andalusia, there were several centuries in a row where there was enough political stability for Jews to prosper, not only financially, but also culturally, religiously, in terms of literature and sciences, and really make key contributions to the wider society. There is not even widespread agreement among scholars as to the beginnings, the origins of the Jewish communities in Sicily. What is known is that Sicily was Magna Grecia for many centuries, and the Holy Land was also part of the Greek Empire. So it could be presumed that in terms of trade relations and trade routes and supplying ships and merchants, 
there were Jews in the Greek colonies of Sicily, but there's no scholarly agreement on this. Some scholars maintain that the first Jews who came to Sicily arrived as captive slaves after the destruction of the Second Temple in the year 70. That's probably not true because the entire Mediterranean was a Roman lake, and in every major port on this Roman lake, there were significant Jewish communities well before the destruction of the Second Temple. It's also interesting to note that the famous Rabbi Akiva visited the city of Syracuse during one of his trips abroad and obviously met with the Jewish community there. And much of the rest of the Jewish history of Sicily is highly predictable in the sense that under the Byzantines, Jews did not do so well. Under the Arabs, they did much better. Under the Normans, not so well. Under the Hohenstaufens, slightly better. But in spite of all these early persecutions, Jewish communities throughout Sicily continued to thrive. Some Sicilian rabbis even had correspondence with Maimonides, posing religious questions and questions on interpretation of Jewish law. The real systematic persecution of the Jews in Sicily started in the 14th century, when Sicily fell under the rule of Aragon, one of the Spanish kingdoms, which bore special antipathy towards Jews and Muslims. So the Alhambra decree to which I referred earlier was deemed to apply also to the Jews of Sicily. Uh, The decree was dated March 31st, 1492, and it applied to the Jews of Spain earlier than it applied to the Jews of Sicily, in part because the Jews of Sicily collectively bribed the king with large numbers of gold coins to postpone their departure until January 12, 1493. But in spite of this, for whatever reason, the departure actually occurred on December 31, 1492. The new exiles found protection under Ferdinand I of Naples in several parts of the Italian mainland, including Naples itself, and, of course, in the Ottoman Empire. Some of the Jews who were exiled from Sicily ended up, for example, in Thessaloniki, where there are synagogues named after various cities in Sicily. There were something like 30,000 Jews living in Sicily at the time of the expulsion, and somehow around 9,000 Jews converted in order to remain in Sicily, but their conversions were not necessarily sincere or durable. So what is there today of the Jewish history of Sicily that strikes you if you visit? Well, let's focus on Palermo because there's a certain section in the very center of the oldest part of town where the street signs appear in Latin letters, Hebrew letters, and Arabic letters, stressing the fact that the city was once multicultural and harmonious. Apart from that, There was a very moving episode that occurred quite recently. There's a small but dedicated number of Jews in Palermo who have an annual conference every year on January 12th in Palermo on a topic related to the Jewish history of Sicily. Uh, Recently, on one January 12th, there was a further reason to celebrate. 
in the presence of a small but passionate group of Jews, the Archdiocese of the city of Palermo donated the building that was once the Oratory of Santa Maria della Grazia of Sabato to the Jewish community for use as a synagogue and as a school. Representatives of the Italian Jewish communities of the Sicilian Institute of Jewish Studies of Shavei Yisrael and other Jewish groups were there to receive this one-of-a-kind gift. The facility is located in the complex of a monastery at the heart of the ancient Jewish neighborhood, where the synagogue used to stand. And every one of the 52 different Jewish communities in Sicily once had a Judeca, a, a Jewish section, where there was at least a synagogue, a cemetery, a mikvah, and a few other items necessary for Jewish community survival. This particular old church, now becoming a synagogue, was called by Ovadia of Bartanura the most beautiful in Europe when he visited it in 1487. The name of the street is also significant. Via della Mesquita, in the dialect of the time, Mesquita was any non-Christian religious building, mostly mosques, but also temples and synagogues. So for the first time in many, many centuries, there is a growing, living, celebrating, joyful Jewish community in Palermo. There are probably other people all over Sicily, possibly as many as 25% of the population of Jewish origin. And you can tell that from their family names in many cases, or from the fact that they light candles on Friday nights, or from the fact that every year around Easter, they mysteriously bake unleavened bread, namely matzah. Uh, so they have these traditions by which they know that they're not really Catholics. And some of them are slowly starting to come to terms with the fact that they have Jewish roots and they're exploring those roots with the aid of visiting rabbis from the U.S., from Israel, and from Naples, of which the Jewish community of Sicily is officially a part. And the Jewish community of Naples has now opened a branch office officially in Palermo. So unlike many other places in the world, I would say that life for Jews in Sicily, and particularly in Palermo, is on the upswing and to be watched, to be enjoyed. And if you happen to visit Palermo or any other part of Sicily, especially during the month of May. It has the very best food in all of Europe. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to talking with you again soon.